Welcome to the FN drive-thru for FN fans of FN fast food. Would you like to try our Harbaugh special with extra grease today? Um, no thanks. Could I get a number 10 meal, please? Uh, big sized with extra salt and hold the out of conference games if you, if you don't mind. Frustration fries okay for your side? See, I'm on a diet actually, so I was wondering if I could substitute those fries for a beat. Welcome to Frustration Nation. Presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. We are the FN podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Detroit fan, Shane Westwood, and I'm here with my miserable co host and Chicago fan, Kyle George. Kyle, what's going on today? Big news for the Big Ten, because this big fall will be 100% Big Ten. If you like big Notre Dame like I do, you get to see an easy big win against big Michigan State escape you, and a big chance to win a big football game at big Lambeau Field disappears like big Thanos snapped his big fat purple fingers. This big college football season is imploding on itself, just like the big palace at Auburn Hills. But more on that later. Big... <laughs> well, Shane, I think it's time for our big vent session. <laughs> well, this week's big vent is that Daniel Norris, who is one of the young starting pitchers for the Tigers, tested positive for COVID-19. Mm. And, I mean, he'll the be Rona, cleared. He got it. The big Rona. <laughs> the big Rona. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, if you look at this season, it's ultimately, I guess, not a big deal. Big! <laughs> not a big deal. <laughs> I guess, honestly, firstly, just because the, the Tigers suck, but <laughs> so nothing would be a big deal happening to the team. But, um, I mean, he'll be cleared by the time the season starts. But mostly this is my vent sash, and it's a negative because I think it foreshadows what will be a common theme in sports this year. We're seeing a lot with the NBA. We've seen it some with baseball. That's only going to increase. And it's just the reality of, yeah, trying to restart sports. So hopefully it seems like the teams have plans in place to where positive tests won't shut the whole league down like we did when sports were first shut down. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of the the grim reality of what sports are going to look like. Mm. So, Kyle, what about you? Yeah, uh, well, mine's also baseball-related. Okay, so basically, I, I'm i excited this week because baseball is coming back. The Cubs start their season on Friday on ESPN against the Brewers. But what I'm mad about is that I have YouTube TV, which doesn't have mar- the Marquee Sports Network. And I know people are like, well, you should just switch or you should just do that. And it's just... I guess I'm lazy. I don't know. It's definitely a first world problem. It's just frustrating. It's like I don't want to switch 
I, I don't just don't want to do it. Like I already have all my shows saved. I have my you know DVRs saved, like all this stuff, and then having to switch just to get a single channel. I guess mm-hmm. is the part that bugs me. It's like, and people are like, well, if you like the Cubs enough, you'll do it. And I'm just like, I don't know. If I like the Cubs enough, I'll tune into the radio and I'll go to a bar or something. Like, right. Uh, it's it's frustrating, and for all the talk that they had about like, oh, they'll be on all the major networks. Well, YouTube is a major streaming network at this point, and yeah. really, as far as I'm, as far as I know, the only like big streaming network they have an agreement with is Hulu. So, if you don't, if you don't have Hulu Live TV, you're not going to get the Marquee Sports Network. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you want it, you have to get like, I think it was Direct TV. They've just reached a deal with Xfinity. Okay. And DirecTV's with AT&T, I think, still. Um, and then they have, like, more rural area services, actually. So, uh, what's it called? Oh, shoot. My brother-in-law's going to kill me. He works for this company. <laughs> uh, like regional stuff, though? Yeah. It starts with an M. They do, like, a lot of Midwest stuff. I was going to uh, say Metro PCS, but that's a phone service, not a sponsor. It's my phone service, not a sponsor. Um, yeah, I can't wow, this is going to kill me. Well, Micah, I hope you're not listening because uh, <laughs> you're going to be disappointed in me. Shows how much you care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they have the Marquee Sports Network, I'm pretty sure. So anyway, okay. that's what I'm mad about. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. I'm really big frustrated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really big. <laughs> Come on, boys, get to the box. Five minutes each for unnecessary frustration, eh? All right, so five-minute major. Our main topic today is that the Big Ten has announced that they are going to do in-conference games only for this season. So still a lot of questions that come with that. For uh, We'll kind of run through these quickly. Firstly, when, when does that mean the season will start? Because the Big Ten... Uh, I'm not sure as far as other conferences, the way they normally schedule it, but a lot of times Big Ten front loads their out-of-conference games. Hmm. So, like, Michigan was scheduled to take on Wisconsin September 5th to open the season, and then they had, I think, three more non-conference games, um, which is pretty typical for Big Ten schedules. So yeah, that makes it sound not, – yeah. Not that I follow Ohio State, but I'm pretty sure I'd seen right. their schedule started with three out-of-conference games. Yeah, which seems pretty easy, right? You just cut the first three or four weeks out and then – continue with the rest of it but you do have other teams who um i think it was actually was it indiana there was there were some teams that had big 10 games starting like week two which is unusual so with that it's not as simple as just cutting off the first three games right some of them had restructured their their uh their out of conference schedule to account for early big 10 games so a lot of stuff's gonna have to go into rearranging the schedule on pretty short notice uh, how is this going to affect bye weeks? When will a lot of like the like Michigan normally plays Ohio State the last week of the season? Is that going to change? How do you replace those out of conference games? Are you going to have a shortened season, or are you going to be able to replace those with other local, regional, uh, out of conference teams where you're not traveling as far? Still a lot of questions. Um, very few answers it seems like, but hoping that the teams can figure this out quickly because. The season is, if it does take place, will be coming up soon. Yeah, um, ho- hopefully there's multiple. Hopefully there's a lot of the Big Ten teams that have similar weeks 
against these non-conference teams because hopefully you can just kind of match them mm-hmm. up. And I don't know. I mean, you may end up playing two games against the same opponent this season if, yeah, like depending on how the schedule falls. And as a Michigan fan, to be honest, well, I'm not a Michigan fan, but if I were a Michigan fan, I would honestly be somewhat excited. Maybe you'll feel differently, Shane. I would be somewhat excited <laughs> if we had the opportunity to play Ohio State twice just because yeah. I, it increases your probability, I guess, of winning. Which is true. Uh, but, and actually, I've had this conversation with other Michigan fans. I guess it depends how jaded you are, like how negative your personality is. <laughs> My first thought was, you know what would be the only thing worse than losing, losing to them like twice. 10 years in a row? Because now it's almost like you stop hearing the mocking as much because yep. it's become so common. Yep. I feel like them beating us twice in the same season would just open a whole new can of mockery and it would kind of reinvigorate the yep. hate for us. So, if But anything, imagine if you me... swept them in the season. <laughs> I, it won't happen, but <laughs> it's nice to dream. Or even say they beat us the first game and we win the second one, then the thought would just be, oh, well, that's because we had to play you twice. If it was a normal season, you never would have beat us. You know, I feel like there's a lot more lose. So it's a lose-lose is what you're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, more so I'm just hoping we get football. So if that's what needs to happen to get football, I'm not going to complain about it. But yeah, <laughs> that yeah. does make me nervous. So Well, um, I guess my thoughts would be kind of thinking about Notre Dame since that's my team. Um Notre Dame loses out on a few different teams because, or a few different games because of the Big Ten um, being conference only. So you lose out on an easy win for Michigan State, which I alluded to in the intro. You lose out on playing Wisconsin in Lambeau Field, which would have been really cool and unique. They already canceled their trip to Dublin to play Navy, and I've mm-hmm. heard rumors that the game against Navy may not even happen. And then to boot. The Pac-12 also is doing conference only, which means you're not going to get your Notre Dame-USC game. So what you really run into is Notre Dame being an independent team, kind of finally coming full circle to kind of screw them in terms of getting games scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Notre Dame has agreed to you know, somewhat of a partial ACC schedule. And so a lot of people are theorizing that Notre Dame will just be pushed into doing a, a full ACC schedule, which could be the start of ushering them into a conference, which would be... I guess interesting. I'm not hmm. a boomer enough of a Notre Dame fan to be like disappointed by that necessarily, yeah. but I could see why some people might be. But with these last hmm. few seconds, I just want to say I hope this happens. I don't think I really don't have much faith that college football will happen this season at all. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. That that makes me nervous too. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that the these conferences going conference only is the last step they're going to take before they just yep. cancel it all together. I agree. Or I don't think we're going to have cause push it to the spring like some people have said. Yeah. But I mean, who's to say it's going to be better in the spring? I mean, in theory it would be, but well, what also scares me is which like I don't know what we'll do with any of this audio, but more so just interesting to talk I, about. I don't care like, leaving it in, it's fine. Yeah, it's just like what sucks too is Say that games do happen, but it's up to each individual school, and maybe half the schools cancel their season. You've kind of enforced like a self-imposed death penalty on yourself, yeah. because then what's going to happen is, I think your your athletes would be able to immediately transfer. And how are you going to convince your athletes? I mean, when we don't know when a um, 
like when a vaccine will be made. The last time there was a SARS virus like this, they, they spent like a decade trying to make a vaccine and never could. So how are you going to tell your athletes like, oh, don't transfer. We'll have a season next year yeah. that that next season might not be guaranteed either. So if I'm an athlete who can transfer to a school that is playing their season, yeah, you're going to. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but yeah, I agree. And now it's time for a quick media timeout. Well, Kyle, um, here's the time in the show where I'm going to pretend like we didn't record another episode already tonight and that we haven't already had this conversation. But oh. tell me about the, the shirt and the hat you're wearing. Oh, it's, it's funny you ask. I'm, I'm wearing the same shirt as earlier tonight. Did you not notice? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I see that. Oh. Yeah, tell me about that oh, shirt wait, you that did, I've you did. totally never seen before. <laughs> so it's a shirt that says... You know what? Screw it. Listen to the last episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this shirt says Frustration Nation, uh, and it has a football. It's Notre Dame colors. It's pretty cool. You can get all sorts of Frustration Nation apparel now on our Shoot Your Shot Sports forward slash uh, or shootyourshotsports.com forward slash frustration dash nation forward slash. There is a link on there to follow to the store where you can find all sorts of Frustration Nation apparel, as well as apparel for your other favorite Shoot Your Shot Sports shows. So definitely go take a look there. Uh, at Frustration Nation store, we have uh, shirts that we have some shirts that are very show themed. Like we have a shirt that says "Frustrate the Hate." We have a shirt that says "I'm with an F an idiot," and those are those are really awesome in and of itself. But then, if you are a big supporter of any of the teams that Shane and I cover, there are shirts that have um, our own version of a of a kind of logo or an association with that team, um, with our our branding along with it. So please go check that out. Please support us. I know you guys want to look cool, so really the only way to look cool is if you're wearing frustration nation shirt so mm -hmm. i don't want our listeners to be lamos. so make sure you get a shirt so that way you can look cool <laughs> and as shane as shane has said in other episodes take a picture of yourself wearing a shirt tweet it at us at real fm podcast or email it to us fr frustration nation at shootyourshotsports.com and we will be thrilled to shout you out on the episode Mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's my shirt it's a neat, neat shirt well, kyle tell me about that big hat you're wearing yeah this big hat came from fanatics and fanatics in case you didn't know is basically your one-stop shop for all sports they have everything from like your major sports to like mls and minor league baseball and like the tigers yes yeah uh, or even like some of the teams you hear us talk about on cap or no cap, uh, you can find some of those their actual caps. Some of the actual caps, I, I I haven't ordered it yet, but I've always wanted to get the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs hat. Shane, yep. I think it was on episode nineteen. Shane used that hat for cap or no cap, and it's the one that has <laughs> a bacon strip on the front. So yep. you can get that hat on Fanatics. It's pretty cool. So when you get ready to order your gear from Fanatics, whether it's for fun like the bacon hat or if you need a jersey to gear up for the season, instead of just typing in Fanatics on your web browser, you should go to shootyourshotsports.com forward slash frustration dash nation forward slash. That's our website. Link is in the description below. And click on the Fanatics link that is there. You'll be doing us a favor because we'll get some of the proceeds from that purchase towards the show. 
so we can continue to deliver great content for you. And the better part is that you get to also have a discount of sorts that come with it. So please make sure you support the show. Anytime you're getting Fanatics, share it with your family, friends, your neighbor, your pets, and your deceased relatives as well, and have them purchase their Fanatics gear through our link to support the show. Thank you. And now back to our original programming. On this episode's two-minute warning, we are talking about some of the big changes that are undergoing uh, in Detroit, or that are ongoing, I should say, uh, specifically regarding the Pistons. So just the other day, the Palace at Auburn Hills, which was formerly uh, the Pistons' home court, as well as the Red Wings' home ice, I believe, correct? No, it, that, they were Joe Louis Arena, just oh, the Pistons. Right. But, so yeah. just the Pistons. Um, but if you've heard of the Malice at the Palace, it happened there. But anyway, mm-hmm. they demolished that, and then there's been some other front office moves. So, Shane, you're the resident Pistons fan. Tell us tell us more. Yeah, so big changes with the Pistons. Obviously, they had already moved from the Palace, but seeing that gone is kind of the end of an era there, which is appropriate because the team is making big changes, which show the end of an era as far as management. So I've already mentioned we hired GM Troy Weaver, um, and now he has hired Bucks executive David Menkberg or Mensberg. Uh, as an assistant general manager and again don't know much about him specifically it seems like the overall Detroit sports reaction to the hires has been positive so far Mm. Um, but this is just part of a rebuild you know you you rebuild you retool the front office let them make some moves we I expect to see this followed up by moves as far as the team and your player personnel so yeah this is just the first steps you want to see it looks like we're seeing big changes which is what was needed yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like the Pistons, we've talked before how the Pistons and Bulls are kind of in a, a similar spot, which honestly hopefully might reinvigorate the rivalry if both of them can get good at the same time. Uh, yep. We've said the Bulls are kind of maybe one step ahead of the Pistons in terms of the rebuild, as mm-hmm. the Bulls have a few more pieces you might keep that are, that are younger. Um, right. But, I mean, similar to the Bulls, getting new front office faces and bright minds is what you need to really relaunch your dead franchise (laughs) absolutely so for my shot clock basically i'm i'm honestly just really downtrodden about the whole big 10 thing because as a notre dame fan you lose some of the games you're looking forward to but more so i really do believe it's going to be the first stepping stone towards the season being canceled and as far as the pistons for you, Shane, I'm encouraged that they're headed in the right direction. Yeah, similar thoughts as you, Kyle, here on my shot clock is I am just not very optimistic about a Big Ten season happening or any college football season happening. Um, yeah, I am hopeful maybe putting this plan in place is what can somehow preserve some semblance of a season, but I'm not very hopeful. What I am hopeful about are Pistons moves and I'm going to continue to watch and be hopeful in that. Today's 24 second shot clock has been brought to you by nuts.gov. Have you ever wanted a wide variety of legumes and tree nuts, but don't have time to leave your home? Have you ever craved those smooth nuts in your mouth, but don't know where to find them? 
Well, now you can if you go right now to www.nuts.gov. It has gov at the end so you know it's reliable. Here's what one of our highest profile customers had to say. It's me again, Bill Clinton. I just want you to know how much I love nuts.gov. Whether big nuts, small nuts, salty nuts, or any kind of nuts, they'll keep a smile on your face. I haven't experienced this good of a grasp on my nuts since Jennifer Flowers. Nuts.gov has been so stimulating for me. And if there's anything I can do for them in turn, uh, did I say in turn? I better go. Thanks, Bill. Now you can be just like President Clinton if you order our premium Jeffrey Epstein Did Not Kill Himself collection. But wait, there's more! Order now and you can get the Monatka Lewinsky collection, which includes two large acorns and one premium extra-long Arkansasian cigar you can use for any occasion. That's two large nuts collections for the seductively low price of $69.69. Call nuts.gov today and get a load. So now we turn to our segments, and first up is draft days. With the uh, third choice in the 2002 draft, the Detroit Lions suggest, select Joey Harrington, quarterback from Oregon. With the second pick in the 2017 NFL Draft, the Chicago Bears select Mitchell Trubisky. Things just got interesting. In this segment, we build the best roster we can from a draft class of any topic, sports or not. Debate and discussion will ensue. With today's draft, since baseball is starting soon, we will select the top five ballpark foods to make a three-course meal out of. Mm. A poll will also be up on social media so you can vote which roster is better. Will it be a big three-course meal? <laughs> a big appetizer? All right. Okay, let's do a big coin flip. Yeah, do you want your big head or your big tail? Wow. Mm. Well, you put it like that. I'll take a big tail. All right, let's see what you get. Ooh. Ooh, a big head. Looks like you lost to my ginormous head. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. So, listeners, for this draft day, as we said, a three-course meal, here's what we're looking at. You're looking at an appetizer. You're looking at your main entree with a side and a beverage and then a dessert. So those are the five different cate- the five different pieces you need for your meal. It's three courses because appetizer then your main meal, which would have the entree, side, and beverage, and then your dessert. Mm-hmm. All right? Yep. So uh, you can you don't have to go in any uh, specific order or not. You can just kind of choose what you want to have first. So here we go with my first pick in the baseball food draft. Take me out to the ball game. I need my helmet full of nachos. Solid pick. At Wrigley, it's like 25 bucks, but it's like nachos Mm. that feed like... Wow, I spelled helmet. (laughs) Like the German spelling. (laughs) Helmut. (laughs) I wondered if that was on purpose. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, it's late. At Wrigley, the nachos are twenty five bucks, um, but they're mm. they feed they're supposed to feed like three or four people. But I've definitely eaten them by myself before. <laughs> the best part is that you get a big. <laughs> I don't even mean that one. The best part is you get a big uh, souvenir bowl. And mm-hmm. at Wrigley, at least, it's a Cubs helmet. And so, as a, oh, cool. as a teacher, I use that bowl for other classroom activities. So, like, if I'm ever asking them to draw something from a hat, usually I have that bowl. Um, but, yeah, the helmet full of nachos, that's my main entree. And that is my first pick. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, always get the souvenir cup or bowl or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it. All right, so that puts me on the clock for my first pick. Oh, a lot of ways I could go on this. Um, so you selected a main entree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go dessert. Nice. And I'm selecting churros. Nice. That's actually in, that's actually very similar to where I was going with dessert. Didn't mm. expect you to exactly choose churros. I didn't, yeah, I didn't think I was going to go but. dessert early, but... Um, yeah, it was one of those ones where when I looked at what we needed to get, dessert and churros was quickly something I knew I was going to get mm-hmm. early, so I decided to just go for it because I know you like churros, and I was afraid you'd take them next round. How do you know I like churros? You were eating them on one of the podcasts we did. Oh, and that just <laughs> for, means I love them? <laughs> apparently. I really hate them. <laughs> I was forced to eat these. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> With my second overall pick for my beverage, I will be selecting a Goose Island 312. Ooh, local. Yes, sir. Yes, locally, locally brewed right near Wrigleyville. It's a little pricier at Wrigley Field uh, than your standard Bud Light or Budweiser, but it's it's good. <laughs> it's bottled, right? Or did it uh, get tapped? Honestly, I think I've only gotten it once there because it is more expensive. Yeah. I th- think I know you can get I think bottles. it's a can and I think they just dump oh, the okay. can in the in the cup. Well, I guess that makes sense since they do it there at the from the On tap, I'm pretty sure at Wrigley they have old style Bud Light and Budweiser. And old style, do you like old style? is nasty. Okay, no. cuz I've only had old style like once or twice and it's like yeah, one of the most I went like, I went with my brother-in-law to a Cubs game and <laughs> we were we went down to the concessions and we were like we were like, well, neither of us have had old style, but it's like the quote-unquote Wrigley Field beer, so we should get right. it. And we tried it, and we were like, this is awful. <laughs> it's like the definition of a piss beer. Oh, like it that, was like really cheap, bad. Cheap. Like, and I hate, yeah. I, hate, I, I hate Bud Light and Budweiser, too. He, my brother-in-law loves Budweiser. I, yeah. I hate it. And for me, it's like, so I get to choose between those two or old style? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old style makes... Budweiser look like a you know or, or, gourmet yeah, import. Or else, and I'm going with Goose Island here because I mean this is a fantasy draft, right? I can draft whatever I want. Oh yeah. And in this you scenario, yeah, in this yeah. scenario, I have fourteen dollars or whatever to buy a Goose Island beer instead of <laughs> my nine fifty or ten bucks or whatever to buy my Bud Light. <laughs> we will at some point need to do a draft that's like a salary cap style where you have like. Ooh, that'd be twenty dollars cool. going in or something, you know. Yeah. Not for this, but just for something. So I like that. Yeah. All right, but that's a good pick, though. Okay. And a good discussion um, on beer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. 
I'm going appetizer. Mm. I guess it's. I'm trying to think and make sure this doesn't isn't an entree. I guess anything can be an appetizer if you're hungry enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go warm pretzel. Mm. That's also cheese. similar to where I was going. Interesting. Um, th- which I guess like if you get a big pretzel. It could be your entree, but um, I don't know. That's more of an appetizer, I think. Yeah, I mean, at I, least I think for how I would consider it. Yeah, I think you see some basic white chicks in the bleachers getting a, <laughs> a big pretzel as their entree. Um, yeah. But for big, big guys like you and I, I think uh, a warm pretzel is definitely more of an appetizer. I'll give that to you. Cool. All right. For my next selection, will for appetizer will be. The David's ranch flavored sunflower seeds I snuck into the stadium in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Now here's the deal. <laughs> nice. I I really love sunflower seeds, and part of the reason I love sitting in the bleachers or the nosebleeds, which are like the only tickets I can afford usually, um, is <laughs> yeah. that they don't care. People around you don't care quite as much if you're shelling seeds right by you. I mean, heck, they sell peanuts at the ballpark. Why can't you spit out sunflower seeds? I suppose yep. in the COVID world, that's a little more dangerous. But Oh, true. Um, yeah. In any case, I'm, I'm not planning on getting full from the sunflower seeds, but it's a salty snack that I enjoy. I enjoy splitting the seeds. It really gets me in the mood for baseball. And I feel like it's, it, it's something that when I get there right away from pitch one, and even pregame warm-ups and everything, I'm eating sunflower seeds and spitting. Yep. And maybe it's more of like a fourth-inning thing where I finally go get my nachos in the helmet. Mm-hmm. So that's hmm. kind of my thought process there. I like that. Yeah, that's a good thought. You said with the ranch ones, right, specifically? Yes. Yeah, nice. I, have yet to, I haven't tried that many flavors. I've had like ranch barbecue, and just recently I was trying dill pickle. And Ooh, that sounds good. It, it's, it's fine. I, it's not as good as I was hoping. I like uh, it I'm was not more a big salty fan. than vinegary, and I like the vinegar flavor better personally. Right, because sunflower seeds are already so salty, it'd be nice if yeah. they could have done that. But yeah, like I'm not a huge fan of barbecue ones, but I like the there's like a black pepper one that's good. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah I saw okay. I saw a buffalo wing one that I wanted to try, Ooh. and I was between I was between the buffalo wing and the dill pickle, and I already had a bag of regular sunflower seeds too, and I was like, well. <laughs> I can, I can't get both of these because I can't really justify having three very big bags of sunflower seeds in the house. So I just <laughs> right. got the dill pickle ones. <laughs> nice. Oh, well. All right. What's up for your next pick? All right. I'm going to go main entree and I'm going to go slice of pizza. Boo. That's lame, dude. <laughs> yeah. For I, I think that's it's like probably. My, what's that? That's like my that's probably my least favorite baseball really food it's probably more of a detroit thing because um i'm sure you can obviously get pizza at any park or concessions or whatever but because of detroit being little caesars like even though the tigers isn't their arenas it's not little caesars arena that's still like the biggest america yeah the biggest chain or whatever there so that's one of those ones where it's more a nostalgia thing because that's the easiest thing to get at a tigers game because they have the Little Caesars concessions like everywhere. Gotcha. So I'm just going to go basic slice of pizza. I guess it's Little Caesars pizza for a Tigers game. But yeah, yeah just. At slice. Wrigley, they have Giordano's like 
Do they really? Individual pizza. <laughs> your eye, your eyes just now, like <laughs> listeners, it's late at night. It's like one thirty in the morning, and Shane's eyes just like brightened up out of nowhere. <laughs> like the deep dish. Like you get personal size pizzas. It's made mm. in the same style as deep dish, but it's definitely, and maybe this is why I'm, I feel ill towards it. It's definitely more of like the deep dish you buy from the store and you make in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it, I've had it. It tastes pretty good. It's just like. Right. Yeah. Um, but in any case, pizza to me is the least tasting. It's the food that tastes the least like I'm at a baseball game, personally. That's fair. Yeah. Like you for think me. think of like hot dogs or stuff more than. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Same with like, I would never think of getting a burger at a, a baseball game. Yeah. Like there's certain things that just don't feel like baseball yep. foods. But I guess it's probably more does if you're a Tigers fan. So. Yep. Yeah. So. Speaking, you mentioned something that I think most people would view as an entree, and that and that would be a hot dog. Now, because mm-hmm. a hot dog would objectively be an entree, for my side, what I'm going to take is like mini corn dog bites. So I still okay. am getting my hot dog flavor, um, just a little different. Now, I've never seen corn dog bites at Wrigley Field, but... I'm confident they exist at ballparks, and I'm yeah. also – it just seems like a, a very baseball food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really want my hot dog flavor there, um, and so that's why I'm going with my side. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay. So I still needed a side and a beverage. It's tough because I feel like nachos I could see as like a perfect side, but I'm not going to do that because you already did like the bigger size nachos right. as your main course, you know, but that's like the first thing that yeah, comes to mind. The helmet nachos come like, they're not just chips and cheese. It's the ones where there's it's like jalapenos on it and stuff, right? Oh, and, and like meat and beans and guac and pico yeah. usually and both like melted and shredded cheese on it. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay. I'm trying, I'm thinking like Detroit Tigers concessions. And so some of the stuff, I'm not sure if they like how common they are at other places. Uh, Tiger meat, like Joe exotic. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, I wonder if they're going to like play into that at all. They should. I mean, not that there'll be need for concessions, but. (laughs) Or fans to appreciate the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to go, for my side, I'm going to go with, <sighs> dang, I kind of backed myself into a corner on this. Okay, I'm, I want to go like cheese fries, like chili cheese That's fries. That's a good call. But, and I think I am going to do it, but I already got a warm pretzel with cheese. Oh, come on. And my pizza has cheese on it. So I'm already, if you listen to our last episode about could you go without cheese for your team to beat the Packers, I'm already failing The answer is no, for sure. I'm going to go chili cheese fries, though. I think that's That's just the strongest pick. pick. Yeah. Yeah. That's the strongest pick I could make at this point. I Um, criticized your entree, but I give you a lot of of, uh, applause for your side. Thanks, man. You're welcome. For my big chili cheese fries. That's right. So... Listen, here's the deal for dessert. I, I'm, you know, I only have two hands and I can't carry that much on my walk back to the car, but mm-hmm. I think I do have enough room to carry my 
big helmet of nachos and my also <laughs> mini helmet from my Sunday that I'm getting. Ooh. My ice cream Sunday. Uh, yeah. So there's nothing like I need both my bowl that I can actually use for practical purposes as well as my mini bowl that I can use more for a desk decoration or an or a desk ornament kind of thing. So that's yeah. why I'm going with my ice cream sundae in a in a mini helmet. Nice. I like it. Yeah, ice cream's a classic. Um so to round out our draft, a mini helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so my beverage again Tigers like Comerica Park based item, but something they probably have like a similar or comparable item at a lot of parks. But this is it's something I haven't got a lot because it's like twenty dollars for one of these beverages. But it's a tall, frozen, like flavored daiquiri drink. Ooh, I've seen people with those. And so it's the ones where it's like an hourglass shaped cup that's like two feet tall. <laughs> if you see people have those at games. Um, so the tiger's version or whatever, there's, I think it's called just tiger fuel. There's like some name for the place you go, but it's like, there's you know, that thing that makes the, the slushies or whatever that has it, it spins with that yeah, arm yeah, yeah. like yeah. keep it stirred. They have like 20 of those with all different flavors and you go in, you can mix it or whatever you want to do, you know? Um, but yeah, it'd be a tall frozen <laughs> daiquiri, yeah. nice. a basic bit. Yep. <laughs> yeah so you mentioned earlier the white girls with their pretzels if they don't have a pretzel they definitely have one of these <laughs> but they're so good that yeah i'm gonna go with that the drink is good or the white girls yes <laughs> i think i actually oh i know i think i threw it away i used to have because i'm here in my house now i'm like close to my kitchen i used to have the cup the last time i got one of those nice cup things it's called but Tiger yeah. Fuel. That's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. So, yep, that's my pick. And that concludes the draft. It does. What are your thoughts on it? Well, my thinking is that, I mean, to be honest with you, I really like my lineup. The, like, uh, the, <laughs> the, I'm not going to lie. I think you the three uh, out of So, out of the, I feel like I beat you three out of the five categories. Yeah, which ones did I win? You win chili cheese. Well, let me guess. Side and dessert, right? Or no? No, I actually had you a side and appetizer. Okay, gotcha. Because I honestly would rather have a warm pretzel with cheese for an appetizer than I would sunflower seeds. Yeah. I think, it, which is, I should have planned better. And again, a lot of it was just my nostalgia or whatever, because that's what I ate at games mostly. But main entree is where I got beat the hardest, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, <laughs> with yeah, helmet of nachos versus pizza. Yeah, I got smoked on that one. <laughs> but you, I mean, the minute you started saying, "Well, I mean, it would be Little Caesars pizza," it's like, and is that helping your argument? <laughs> like, the yeah. fact that you were like, "Well, it's nostalgic," I was like, "Yeah, I guess it better be." <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I picked it because it's my favorite food. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I get why people get pizza at baseball parks, and it's one of those foods that pleases everybody. But to yeah. me, it's one of those things. Like, at Wrigley, also, you can get, like, Italian beef. Never getting it. Ooh. I'm getting hot dog, Italian sausage, bratwurst. And if I'm not getting right. those, I'm getting nachos. Like, don't give me anything else. I want those things and a beer, maybe some peanuts, and I'm done. 
I respect that. You know, like it's almost the tradition of baseball food. Yeah. You know? Now maybe and you're not saying there's not better food out there, but there's just not better food for a baseball game. Yeah. And may- maybe if I was a season ticket holder or I knew someone who was and I was going to many games a season, then yeah, I'm going to try a lot of different things around the ballpark. But for mm-hmm. the, you know, one, two, three, maybe four games I go to a season, yeah. no, I'm going to get the traditional baseball food at the ballpark because it just really sets the mood for me there is one thing that i don't know if they still do it but the tigers used to have like right behind not right behind home plate but it's like one level above home plate there was some name for it but like you sit in just like wooden folding chairs instead of bleachers and uh it's like sounds luxurious yeah, really, like, preppy lawn chair-looking stuff. Like, what you'd see at, like, a wedding or something like those kind of folding chairs. Um, and it's unlimited food, from what I've heard. Nice. You know, like, you pay a crazy amount. Yeah. And, but they actually, servers actually come to your chairs and take your order, go back and get your food and bring it. Um, Have you ever had the opportunity to sit in the skybox? No, I haven't. Have you? I, yes. My dad, wow. with one of his jobs, it was, at a, it was actually at a White Sox game. And mm-hmm. I actually saw Alexei Ramirez's first career Grand Slam, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was probably against the Tigers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> probably, actually. <laughs> um, I, let's look that up. Let's look that up. Let's see. <clears throat> but it was a similar thing where it was like basically buf- a buffet. Like you could eat whatever you want. And they had more like – think of, if you think of more like a buffet style where they have – a bunch of different servers with like sterno candles kind of thing. No, it was against mm, yeah. It was against the Kansas City Royals. So you dodged that bullet. Yeah. <laughs> what what year was that? Does it say? Uh, two thousand eight. Okay, gotcha. July twenty second, which is actually coming up. Huh. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that makes more sense. It's more like a, like it's there in the booth. It's not. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is it the same food that's at the concessions, though, or is it just different stuff? No, it was definitely more, from what I remember, it was definitely more, like, upscale dinner type of, mm. almost banquet level kind of Which food. makes sense, I guess, for the media yeah. and stuff who's there at games all the time, yeah. probably doesn't want to eat hot dogs every day. You know? I mean, per, to be honest with you, I mean, I'm not going to complain that I got to have a skybox experience. Right. I really didn't like the view that much. I think Yeah. I would... I would almost always rather be down with the crowd than I would. I I agree. Like well, e- even if yeah, I e- haven't been in one. But yeah, yeah, even if I was a celebrity and like could afford tickets, you know, at the most expensive premium skybox mm-hmm. or whatever, I'm still gonna choose a spot in the crowd. I don't yeah. know. There's just something to that. And again, as since I haven't been in a skybox, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But to me, I would almost always prefer to go to see a game on my tv yeah to to go into a game anyway but if i am going to a game it's because i want all that stuff you don't get on the tv which is the crowd concessions be able to cheer with everybody you know like which it feels like a a skybox or a press booth or whatever is like the worst of both you know one what's up in the skybox is tvs like yeah yeah, you can watch the game (laughs) if you go and sit out in the little bleachers that are outside of the yeah the skybox it's like you're paying a ton of money yeah. to go to a game, watch it on a TV, and still be stuck in traffic and have just the, not the yeah. comfort of your own. Just home. so that you yeah. can say you were there. Right, right, right. I guess it makes more sense if you're like 
mixing with like other influential people in the skybox or whatever. A lot of people maybe go in with business colleagues or things like that, you know, but to just go watch a game. That's yeah. Well, Shane, you want to play some I spy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. So, listeners, so I Spy, we introduced this game a week ago or so. Uh, it's a fun new segment that we're trying out. Again, it's kind of the whole conundrum of how do you do a visual game with an auditory platform. But uh, the picture will be up for you on Google. I almost said Google Classroom because I'm a teacher. It will be up for you on our Facebook page. So, please look there and play along with us. Look there right now. Uh, today is Tuesday when this episode is getting released, and it will be up there for you to follow along with. Um, in case you are not able to get to the picture right away, this picture is from this past year's NBA All-Star Game. It's a picture of James Harden and Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul kind of congratulating each other, probably for a wonderful job well done with several other people in the background. So that's what we will be eye-spying with. And we've also changed the way we're going to score this because, as always, things are fluid, trying to figure out the best way to handle things. And so here's what we're going to do. Last time we had it that based on whatever guess you gave, like if you guessed on question number three out of seven maximum guesses, that would mean you got three points and you wanted the least points of, uh, as possible similar to golf. Mm-hmm. So in this, this will be similar scoring, but instead of you want the fewest guesses you want the f- to give the fewest hints yeah so it's encouraging shane and i to give each other good hints to try to lead to that person obviously i'm not going to say shane i spy somebody with the first name Kawhi because that pretty much limits it mm-hmm. um because i there might be someone else in that picture with the name Kawhi, but we only know for sure one person with the name Kawhi. <laughs> right. so we will be gen in general reasonable with our guesses and our hints so shane wants to guess first so i'm going to go ahead and start so shane your first hint is i spy with my little eye something shiny Ooh, shiny that's right uh let me do a quick look and again this could be person it could be a thing it could be an item Mm mm-hmm Whatever, right? Okay, what's the next hint? I spy with my little eye a colored individual. Okay, and I can just take a guess, and if it's wrong, I just ask for another hint, right? Yes. Is it the watch right here on this guy? Hold on. It is not the watch. Okay. Are you you ready for another? Yeah. I shiny. Okay. I spy with my little eye a blue collar. Is it just this guy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so just he is shiny. I mean, I was, <laughs> he is kind of shiny. I mean, I mean, yeah, but I was trying to draw your attention to the watch. 
Oh, I get you. So just it's, to, yeah. just so you could find the watch and then go oh, from there. Get you. Yeah. Okay. That so makes sense. Shane found a uh, a black man in the upper left corner of the screen. If you're if you're if you're able to see the picture, you can probably find it. He, the face of his watch is glimmering in the light. And from mm-hmm. the stadium, he has his finger up to his face, probably wiping away a tear from how beautiful that jump shot was. <laughs> and he's wearing what appears to be a blue collared shirt with a black sweater over it. Okay. I'll let, I'll say, um, and it looks like he's picking his nose too, which is like part of what made yeah. him stand out. I had picked him too. So I have another one now, but he was the same guy. I had <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, what, maybe why I thought of him so fast. So that was what? Three hints. Yes. All right, cool. <laughs> Good job. Okay, Kyle, I'm ready whenever you are. Isn't that funny though? Like he was the one that stood out the like the most to both of us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. All right, Kyle. Okay. By the way, if you're this person listening to us, <laughs> like, let us know. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Or if you're in this picture at all. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be some. I'm actually the guy. I'm not picking my nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, wait. You're giving me hints, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just waiting. <laughs> I was just sitting here like, <laughs> okay. All right. Kyle, I spy. Wait. Okay, let me make sure. Yeah. All right, Kyle. I spy with my little eye something frustrated. Huh. That's on theme. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to have to zoom in to get a better look here, if you know what I mean. All right. Go ahead and hit me with your next. Okay. Kyle, I spy with my little eye something red. Okay. Is it this guy? No. Dang it. All right. Give me another hint. <clears throat> Kyle, I spy with my little eye something in a hat. Oh, I see him now. <laughs> Is it this guy? No. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let me update my notes. Alright, now I definitely have him. <laughs> okay, wait. So do you need an, you need another hint though anyway, right? I mean yeah. <coughs> Alright, Kyle, I spy with my little eye something young. What? Alright, well now I definitely don't know. <laughs> wait, Shoot. show me what you thought it was. <laughs> and make sure it's not the same one and I just like led you astray. Okay, yeah, that wasn't it. Okay. <laughs> Something young. Young in a hat when red and frustrated. Oh, okay. I see it. All right. All right, we're... Is it this kid? Yeah. It is. All right. All right. So, yeah. so listeners, top center, right above Chris Paul's head, there's a little kid with his hands on his head, and he's wearing a black hat, and he's wearing like a jersey of some sort with a red uh, T-shirt underneath it. So maybe with this one, frustrated was a stretch, but I did that no, because he's accurate. wearing, since he's wearing red and blue is the team that it looks like is celebrating, um, I assume he's 
supporting somebody on one of the other teams, yeah. and he's got his hands on his head, like the classic frustrated pose. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And it kind of fits the theme, obviously, of the show. So, yeah. <clears throat> All right, Shane, I got one more for you. Okay. I spy with my little eyes something spiky. Guy fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listeners. I, I was going to do his, but it was just too obvious. Yeah. And is that Rihanna in the middle uh, between no. Chris Paul and James Harden? I think it might be. Is this not... You think that looks like Rihanna? At least slightly. And plus, since she's front row, I assumed it was somebody. Listeners, if you think maybe. that's Rihanna, let us know on social media. There's also, uh, De- I think it's DeMontis Sabonis off to the left, mm-hmm. right above Kawhi's elbow. He's uh, He plays on the Pacers. Right, let me look. Rihanna and Guy Fieri. I'm just searching images of them together <laughs> to see if this comes up. And it does not. I think that's her. I mean, I see what you mean, but I don't think that's her. Because I know she goes to lots of NBA games, too. So maybe I just thought that because of that. I feel like... Hold on. I'm, so I'm looking... Let's see. This isn't the first time I'm looking at pictures of Rihanna. <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the nose on this lady is different than Rihanna's. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, listeners, l- listeners, let us know if that's Rihanna under yeah. Chris Paul's right arm. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, no, Guy Fieri. Yeah. So, listeners, if you haven't found Guy Fieri yet in this picture, you should probably go get your eyes checked. But he's <laughs> to the right of James Harden's elbow, and. I almost went with him too, Shane, because I was like, that yeah. would be such a great pick. I just thought it was too obvious because I yeah. figured for both of us, he was like one of the first things we saw. So, yep. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. All right. I enjoyed that. I, that I felt was much better than our first round of Vice Buy. Yeah. We maybe just needed more practice because it's kind of a weird format to yeah. do or something new it's for all us. About but being, I agree. It went better that time. It's all about being descriptive. As long as we can describe the picture, what's going on and who we see, I think that'll be better. So, yeah, listeners, let us know, again, if you like that format. And then let us know, too, once you see the picture. You know, give us some feedback on that because yeah. it's a newer segment. So. You, may, you may need to search up some pictures of Rihanna is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, for research purposes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I have to look it up for this podcast, okay? It's for my job. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Kyle, uh, you know how things stand for things? I do. Well, in this segment, sports acronyms, we pick people from sports and give them an acronym based on their name that truly explains who they are. Huh. As always, we will analyze for your enjoyment. So, Kyle, RSG, that is Ready, Set, Go. Rihanna, Stargame, Allstar. Uh, there you go. All right. Well, yeah. for my first sports acronym, I have a nice short one for you. Orenthal James Simpson. Mm. Yes. And that what that stands for is one really evil narcissist that had a lady just absolutely massacred. Ever since, science implies his mind puffed from serious, overwhelming encephalopathy. <laughs> now, obviously. Which is what? So encephalopathy is the E in CTE. I don't know if that oh. actually makes sense within context, but what I will say is that you're probably thinking, but OJ Simpson ends with an N. And the answer is I couldn't find anything good enough 
that I wanted to, to end that started with N. And so I went with encephalopathy because it sounds like the word, the letter N. Oh, there you go. Which kind of, you're allowed to do that same with like anything that has yeah. the letter X. In it, yeah. So let me, uh, let me re- rephrase this for all of you so you know. So this, the acronym is Orenthal James Simpson. And what it stands for is one really evil narcissist that had a lady just absolutely massacred. Ever since science implies his mind puffed from serious, overwhelming encephalopathy. That's probably the most accurate description that there ever has been of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> okay. Well, I was actually just looking this up. I don't know if you've seen pictures yet, if, or if you're listeners or of Kyle Rihanna? into cars. <laughs> no. <laughs> into cars much. But the speaking of O.J. Simpson, the 2020 Ford Bronco oh was just released. Have you seen the pictures of that? No. Yet? It's pretty cool looking. Like if you've seen what the old Bronco looks like, this is yeah obviously more modernized. Um, here. Oh wow! It's like, it's like almost futuristic looking. Yeah, I like it a lot. There's like a light blue one that looks really cool. Yeah. Huh. Cool. And there's a two door and a four door model. So yeah, if you are feeling nostalgic for the days of OJ, yeah, you can get a new 2024 Sweet. Bronco. Might just do that, and then I might go on a 40 mile per hour police chase. <laughs> yeah. Just, just yeah. What? Well, it gets see what great it was like. It great, gets great highway miles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll even maybe you can drive with me while I hold a gun to my head. Yeah, <laughs> the glove box has plenty of storage space <laughs> for all your your gloves that may need hidden. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> all right. Good talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, What's your acronym, Shane? <laughs> my sports acronym is Kirk Cousins. Hmm. And that stands for King of Incompletes and Rally Killers. Yep. Can overachieve, unimpressive skill set, idiots neglect Stafford. There's like so, there's like some oxymoron in there. Like he's horrible, he can overachieve, but he's also unimpressive. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, overall unimpressive. He has moments where he overachieves. Uh, agreed, um, agreed. And and that last part is Idiots neglect Stafford. That's more specific to things I've seen recently where they do this every offseason, but analysts or, um, yeah, like different companies or whoever puts out articles will rank different quarterbacks in the league and in the divisions. And I've seen a lot recently talking about, is Rodgers still the best quarterback in the NFC North? And ranking uh, Kirk Cousins ahead of Stafford. That's and. I mean, obviously I'm biased, but Kyle, you're maybe more unbiased than me, but how is anybody going to say Kirk Cousins is a better NFL quarterback than Matthew Stafford? I mean, here's the thing. Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford both, neither have really won a big game. Right. Um, Like Kirk Cousins, the biggest throw of his career was probably last year's playoffs when he threw the game-winning touchdown to Kyle Rudolph um, Mm -hmm. to beat the Saints, and that was a huge play for him. But Right. Other than that, Kirk Cousins has had very little success in big games. I guess if you look at both of them as having won an equal amount of big games, I would put Stafford's overall skill set above Kirk Cousins. Yeah, his experience, his skill set, and the ability to do more with less are all things that are clearly higher than Kirk Cousins. Um, I mean, obviously, Kirk Cousins had a better year last year, so this is maybe recency bias since Stafford was hurt pretty much the whole year, and Kirk Cousins... The Vikings were pretty good last year. Well, but 
if you look at overall body of work, it's just laughable to me. And of course, you can say, well, Stafford had those years with Calvin Johnson. Yeah, well, last year, uh, last year, Kirk, the past two years, Kirk Cousins have had Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. So yeah, it, they're and not a the great s- defense. Yeah, they're yeah. not the same kind of wide receiver as Calvin Johnson, but I mean, they probably won't be Hall of Famer like Calvin Johnson, but still, it's. And even though Stafford was hurt last year, he was on pace for crazy good numbers yeah, before he I was hurt that. those first few games. Like, almost MVP-level numbers. Was he injured for the uh, Kansas City game or no? I think that's the game he was hurt in. Okay, that's why I thought I remember, too. Because they were 3-1-1 one, and one when he got hurt. And they were – they had Kansas City on the ropes. Yeah, they kind of let that game slip away from Yeah. Them. And then, uh, yeah, Green Bay was the week before where they got screwed by the – Shocking. The flowers, hands to the face and all that. So, I mean, Stafford and the team looked really good up till he got hurt, and then they didn't win another game, yeah. which, if anything, just shows even more how much Stafford did for the team. You know. So, anyway, the yeah. whole point of this wasn't to be about Stafford, but that was something that had to slip in there at the end, if you know what I mean. Hey, so, yeah. So, Kurt Cousins. Hey, Frustration Nation is about Detroit and Chicago, so throw in your, yeah. your biases whenever you want. <laughs> Get my digs in against Kurt Cousins. Yes, yeah. Stefan Diggs. Yeah, and he, with him being a former Michigan State player, is another he? reason to hate him. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, as opposed to Stan, uh, Stan, Stanford for Stafford, right? No, uh, Georgia. Oh, he yeah. was Georgia. Wow. Yeah, would didn't know that. Yeah, and did I? I always forget. Did he? Was it? Did he know Clayton Kershaw in high school or in college? It was before college. Yeah, oh, okay. they were. I think high school or even before that, maybe. But yeah, that's the the famous high school thing. Whenever. Yeah, like, because analysts don't talk much about the Lions in general, when they do, that's like their go-to fun fact. Did you know Stafford knew Clayton Kershaw (laughs) for the 50th time? (laughs) Yeah. We'll show the standard picture of them standing next to each other. Yep. Or sometimes it's just a side-by-side. Like, it's not actually a picture of the two of them. Yeah, they didn't even bother to find the picture. (laughs) They just, like, (laughs) there are two athletes that know each other. These are their names. Yeah. All right, well, I think... Speaking of Kirk Cousins, it's time for UF and Idiot. 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 Freaking idiot. Every other week we select an absolute moron from the past few weeks in sports and shout about them in this segment. So here we go. So my F and Idiot this week is Deshaun Jackson. Um, and he's an idiot because he muffed that punt and then he ended up returning for a touchdown. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know the play I'm talking about, listeners. Yeah, against the Giants, right? Yeah. That one. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> oh, what was Great game. Miracle in the Meadowlands, I think. Is what yeah, was I think that. Yep. That was crazy. Anyway, that's not why he's the idiot. He's an idiot because, listen, tensions are really high right now in terms of race in America and. I understand he's trying to, um, I guess, try to raise awareness of maybe what different white people's ideologies might be concerning black people in America. But Deshaun uh, Jackson decided to share on Instagram publicly a quote that is associated to Adolf Hitler. Now, (laughs) here's the thing is a lot of people have said, well, it's not actually a Hitler quote. Okay, fine. But the picture has it says hitler colon and then the quote (laughs) versus hitler said comma 
quotations marked, and then what Hitler yeah. supposedly said. So here's the thing. Whether Hitler said it or not is besides the point. The point is, is that it says Hitler said, and he decided to quote it as like <laughs> yeah. part of his argument. And anytime you're going to use Hitler as part of your argument, you should probably reevaluate your sources. <laughs> so mm. that is why... So Deshaun Jackson is my affinity this week because of his Hitler, his Hitlergram. And then this isn't my affinity, but Steven Jackson then doubling down and defending him and adding his own anti-Semitic comics too. I remember just, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just further stupidity. So I mean, obviously, this is the time when everyone is sensitive about racial issues for good reason and we're having important conversations there's a lot of positive that can come out of this time right now so to take a step backwards like this and make this comment stupid absolutely just be more aware of what you're sharing what you're posting and even if hitler ever was to say something that was true or that you agreed with if he did say anything good it would be something you could find somebody else had said yeah just yes. the even if he said the earth is round and you agree <laughs> that the earth is round you can probably find someone better to quote saying than that. Hitler. Yeah, Hitler yeah. said, comma. In general, a general good rule of thumb is don't share things Hitler said. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, Hitler. Well, H- Hitler yeah. did shoot his shot though. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He can't be that bad. He did kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um, well, this week's effing idiot for me is it's. Again, based on just social media frustration, but my effing idiot is everyone who says that they're boycotting sports because of the anthem or protests or commercials or really any stupid reason. And bonus points if that person then goes onto social media to (laughs) announce it in the ESPN comment sections. Like, wow, thanks for the announcement, Gary in Iowa. We've all been on the edge of our seat waiting for your decision. And also, as an old white guy, we all really value your thoughts on why the Redskins logo isn't racist. So if you're one of these people who think that everybody's just on the edge of their seat waiting to hear your thoughts on this issue that you honestly have no connection to, um, yeah, you can take you and your 10 likes you got on the ESPN comment page and shove it. (laughs) Yeah, it's all talk because it's easy to boycott sports right now when there's no sports to watch anyway. But right. once sports start up again and you've been out, you've been without sports since March, are you really going to tell me that you're going to not watch sports? I call BS. Yeah. And it's easy to make that claim because nobody who sees that, whether they support what you said or not, is ever going to follow up and see if you yeah, actually exactly, did. Yeah. So it's easy to get points for saying, I'm going to boycott this and there's no follow up required. It's just stupid. Well, people that are definitely not effing idiots are the people over at Shoot Your Shot Sports. And right mm-hmm. now it's time to plug stuff. Fresh this day and night. Fresh this with the light. Plug it in, plug it in. So, shoot your shot sports, line up. Uh, you're going to hear it every episode, so you get it ingrained in your brain, listeners. Tuesday and Thursday, you got us on Frustration Nation. Wednesday, you have Off the Cuff Podcast with Richie Chicago and Jimbo Slice. Please make sure you listen to that. Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. You have the Big Daddy Drew Power Hour. There's dancing, there's drinking, uh, there's music. It's great. Check it out. Uh, that's where you want to be to either, I guess, end your week or kick off your weekend, however you want to look at it. It's a great place to be, so be there. Uh, Shane, do you want to fill them in on what else is coming up? 
Yeah, again, as a reminder, coming soon, this will be on Friday evenings, another show called Shots Fired. Once again, Big Daddy Drew, he's putting that together with DJ Myrix. Uh, so again, more updates as that gets closer to releasing, but keep an eye out for that. And to be determined, Buzzer Beater, which is a sports game show. And as we mentioned on the previous episode, at some point, Kyle and I will be featured on that show pretty early on. So we'll be promoting that and just something to be aware of. Yep. And Shane and I continue to develop our show. Uh, if you're listening to to this, that means it is Tuesday, July 21st. And later this week... Cubs Brewers happens, and I'm assuming Shane, who's the Tigers' first matchup? I think it's the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, look. so you're ta- we're looking Cubs Brewers, Tigers Reds, and Shane and I are looking to do a Twitch show that is going to be basically more in-depth game reviews. Um, so we will give you more information as soon as we have it for you. Um, We'll be excited to announce it and to debut it. Uh, so we don't even have a name for it yet. That's what we got to work on. Uh, but mm-hmm. um, we'll let you know once we figure it out. Yep. So, Shane, with that, do you have anything positive or uplifting to share? Or are you just a human black hole void of any emotion other than anger? I'm going to kind of piggyback on something you just had mentioned, and I know what yours will be too. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry to steal yours. But just as you mentioned, baseball's coming back. Um, we've talked a little bit about college football. Not sure if that will be back, but we're seeing some, some possible plans. But as far as sports, we know we'll be returning. We're now in the month where that'll be happening. So baseball, hockey, ba- uh, basketball. But I believe baseball is the first one, right? Yeah, everything else is the end of July. So they were able finally, to scramble enough to get baseball to still start like a week before everything else does. Which I'm still shocked that they were able to because I, I remember not that long ago that was the one we thought would never happen. So, um, so excited for that. And then also in the similar subject of sports returning, uh, UFC just had their fight this past weekend, mm. um, which a couple of the title fights were kind of, I guess, boring or maybe not as exciting as I wanted them to be, but. Yeah, again, just more live sports to watch. So, yeah, we're getting close, guys. Yeah, and uh, for my silver lining, it's that the the Cubs start the this Friday. You're listening to this on Tuesday. In a few days, Cubs Brewers, 6.30 on ESPN if you're out of market. If you're in market, you have to do Marquee Sports Network, which I don't have. If you recall our vent sesh. <laughs> And that's what I'm frustrated about today. What about you? Share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FN Podcasts on social media or Frustration Nation at ShootYourShotSports.com. Go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. And if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab, consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. 
even one dollar with which, which with only nine dollars and fifty cents more could get you a tall refreshing exquisite bud light at wrigley field makes a big difference for us we appreciate the support now get out there and frustrate the hate Is that a big Bud Light? <laughs> it better be for ten dollars. I know, right? I got distracted by the big thing. <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> big dicks. I should just say that. I don't say anything else. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> are you? What's your silver lining? You buy cold void of any emotion other than anger. Big dicks. Big dicks. <laughs> Well, that's what we're frustrated <laughs> about today. Just the nuts. <laughs>